If we want to change our lives, we need to change the way we see life itself first. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. In this video, I'm going to crack a massive myth and misconception that most people have. Now, if you don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo. I'm the owner of Mojo Human Performance Institute. We focus on business, mindset, and lifestyle hacking for driven mofos. And the reason why I'm doing these videos is because most people waste their life and I just don't want you to be one of them. So let's talk about this. This is something that I think a lot of neuroscientists know. I think that some people who have maybe been in the personal development space or the self-help space or the psychology space might understand, but the majority of the population don't understand this really important fact about life. And it's something that holds most people back, which is why I want to talk about it. And that is that your external reality that you create or the perception that you have of what you call reality is actually an externalization of your internal dialogue and your internal perceptions. Your external world is a direct reflection of your internal world, not the other way around. Now, let me explain. In our brain, we have some filtration mechanisms. Now, there's some of this is certain, some of it's a bit uncertain, but there's some different theories out there. Now, I'm going to give two different examples. <clears throat> external world is chaotic. So out in this real world here that we call the real world or reality, everything's turned to chaos, everything's turned to shit, and you've got two people. One person sits there, looks, and they go, we need to, we need to start creating certainty. I'm certain that I can do it. Let's get out there and fix some of this stuff. I believe that I can do it. There's also plenty of opportunities here, and they have internal certainty. That internal certainty will show external opportunity and the ability to create certainty in their external world. You have someone else who that same thing affects them in a way where they go, I feel uncertain, this is unsafe, the economy's bad, this bad stuff keeps happening outside of me, and that then affects their internal world. Both are living in the same circumstance, yet they both think completely differently. And they both feel completely differently because of that. Another great example is there's a car accident. Old lady's driving down the road, goes to turn at a corner and a car comes through the traffic light and bang, they crash. Two people witness the car accident and they're standing right next to each other. They both run over to help the old lady because she's got, they see her, the crash, the car's all bent up. They both run across the road to help this old lady out the car. Now, the first person after the event starts having flashbacks and they start having almost like a post-traumatic stress and they keep seeing flashbacks of this old lady's face with blood running down her face and they think, she could have died, she could have died, I can't believe it. Today, I saw this person almost died in this car accident and the other person who is right next to them runs across the road and they help the old lady out the car as well and they think, wow, it's lucky she didn't die. Today's a good day. Now, one has PTSD and flashbacks and has all this emotional volatility and all this uncertainty and feels really unsafe and insecure and is worried about driving the car the next time because they keep having this flashback of this car accident and what happens if someone hits me. So they start altering their life because of this circumstance or this external situation that they perceive. The other person gets on with their life and thinks, wow, that person was really, really lucky. I'm going to go home and hug my family and tell them that I love them and I'm going to get on with life because it's important to make sure I live every day because of this. Now, both of them had the same external circumstance, but both people live life completely differently after that event. So then what's the difference? The difference is the way that we wire our brains. It's our internal representations of things that create the external world and the external world reinforces the internal world, not the other way around. And if you study a little bit of neuroscience, you'll see that our eyes only take in electromagnetic waves. We don't see anything, which is this... When I go through this at our Thrive Time event, the reason why I go through this in a bit more detail is because what it does is it 
fucks people up a little bit in most cases. And it makes people reassess all of their old thoughts and their perceptions. And they start to internalize the meanings that they've given to things. And it rattles a whole bunch of crap away that maybe they've had for a long, long time. It also gives them the power to realize that every day they're essentially creating their reality by the way that they think, not the other way around. The reality doesn't create our thoughts. Our thoughts create our reality. Okay. Then they reinforce themselves. And I can show this scientifically and, and I do this in some of our events. Why is this important? Because the more certain you are in your internal mindset and the clearer you are about your vision, your mission, your purpose in life, your values, the goals that you're trying to achieve, you're aware of your internal self-dialogue, the stuff that you say to yourself, you make sure that you filter the people that you that you surround yourself with because we have these things in our brain called mirror neurons. Mirror neurons are, are supposedly the theory is that back in times where we were more primitive animals, in order to fit into the tribe, these neurons in our brain would pick up on the actions, the behaviors, the thoughts, the voices of other people. And so we would adapt to fit in. Now those mirror neurons Maybe a good thing, maybe not so much of a good thing, because if you're hanging around people who complain all the time, who bitch, who moan, who whinge, after a while, those mirror neurons pick up, pick up on that and we start to adapt our behavior, our communication, all of those things towards fitting in. On the other hand, if you're around people that are driven, that are achieving, that are pushing hard, that that are happy to work long hours, that want to train and exercise and look after their health, they'll have a completely different language. They'll communicate completely differently. They will act and behave. Their posture will be different. Okay, The way that they help people around them will be completely different. All of these things make a massive difference. So those mirror neurons are picking up on these things. That's why you probably heard that quote before, who you hang around is who you become. And that might be partially true. Well, it definitely is according to neuroscience based on the, the mirror neurons. But it also depends who else you hang around as well and what else you're putting in. Like I can hang out with friends for a short period of time time who sort of think who don't think like I think and and hopefully I'm rubbing off on them but if I hang around them for too long compared to other people who are pushing hard and challenging and so on uh, challenging life and pushing against mediocrity that that could be it could be an issue if I'm hanging around those friends the the friends who aren't achieving for too long part of the reason why I go through this in our events is because it's so important to realize that if you don't like what you're creating in this world then go and change the way you think about it first. Most people will blame external circumstances for the way that they think. Most people blame their external world for the reason why they don't have what they want. This is a trap. Now, according to neuroscience, okay, so I'm not making this shit up. This isn't just like, I didn't just go to a, a, read a personal development a book and just fucking say that, you know, if we just dream it, then we'll create it. That's not true. There's also other things as well. There's a lot There's a lot missing from that quote. I hear people say that all the time. Why well, just manifest things? Now, the word manifest means to bring into existence. We're manifesting everything. Everything that I have right now is a manifestation of my thoughts, according to neuroscience, according to philosophy, according to psychology, if you read the good stuff. So we're manifesting things all the time, but that means we manifest our good things. We manifest the bad things. We manifest the life that we've created from previous past thoughts and thought processes and perceptions that we pick up on and actions and behaviors. We manifest things through our actions, our behaviors, our thoughts, our beliefs. All of those things are, are manifesting things. Now, if we don't like what we're, I'm going to use the term loosely because this, this word gets thrown around. I'm very cautious about the languaging that I use in most cases because if I use the word manifest, especially when I'm talking to business owners, they're like, this hippy dippy weird motherfucker is talking weird shit because they're used to hearing this stuff in, in non-effective and non-appropriate ways where people just go, oh, I just manifested all this great stuff in my life. Yeah, you look at that person, they're broke as shit, their health is crap. You know, they're stressed all the time, but they go, oh, I just manifested the good things. Well, what about all the bad things? What about the fact that you don't have any money? What about the fact that your health is shit? What about the fact that your mindset is crap and you think that governments and everybody's controlling the world? Did you manifest that as well? How did that just, did that just happen? 
Okay, so the word manifestation means to bring into existence, and that is based on all of our past thoughts, our actions, our beliefs, and so on. If we want to change our lives, we need to change the way we see life itself first. And the way that we do that is by slowly changing things like our languaging. Tony Robbins does this really, really well. There are some there are some things that you know I'm a huge fan of with all different people. So anyone I talk about, I tend to look at different things and I'll look at what works and what doesn't work and what's good and what's bad. And there's both in all people's work, including mine. That's why people push to achieve more and be better. So in there, what he does really, really well is he talks a lot about the power of language and the power of your physiology and why using language and physiology is so important because it does help us to change those things. If you're sitting there slumped all day and you're saying things like life shit, bad things always happen to me, the government is controlling everything, corporations are screwing the world, well, that's the world that you're going to reinforce and that's the world that you're going to see. Stop reinforcing it. Governments do control people, but that's because there are a lot of people that need to be controlled. Because if not, you, if you just let everyone do whatever the fuck they want, most people are going to cause chaos because they're erratic. The average person is fucking erratic. Okay, imagine if everyone just did what they wanted. They would be erratic. So we need police officers. We need governments to control that shit. But the more and more you control yourself, the less you need governments to control. So this happened um, only recently. I was talking to a friend of mine about that. And they said, but, you know, they, they were talking about this stuff. And they said, well, you know, governments control things. Governments... You know, they control the way that businesses operate. And I said, but here's the thing. If you're in control, like I'm in control, if the government changes policies and they put up tax massively, I just pack my shit up and I go live in another country because I can do that. That's the benefit of me being empowered financially. That's the benefit of me being empowered mentally. Is there any area of life that you don't empower yourself in? You'll be overpowered in, you'll be controlled in. If you didn't empower yourself in an intimate relationship, you'll be controlled in that relationship. If you don't empower yourself in the area of wealth, you'll be you'll be controlled or overpowered in the area of finances. And this is what happens in retirement. A lot of people who just go, well, I don't care about money. They get to retirement and then all of a sudden the government goes, you're only worth 300 bucks a week. And they go, well, that's not enough to live on. And the government goes, well, sorry, you're not a valued member of our society anymore. You were once, but not anymore. I'm sorry, we'll give you just enough to survive and just enough to stop you killing politicians and just enough to stay passive. That's about it. Okay, if you don't empower yourself in the area of mindset, you'll have your mind mentally controlled. So you want to control as many areas as you can within your own life. If you're not empowered in the area of health, you'll go to the doctor and the doctor will say you've got six months to live and the medical system will overpower you and tell you what you can and can't do within your own health and when you're going to die and when you're not. Okay, so these are things that I think about consistently is where am I not empowered and how do I change that? Your mindset though is the thing that affects every area of life. It affects your values. It affects your purpose in life. It affects your mission. It affects the way you operate. It affects your habits, it affects your self-sabotage, it affects your self-destructive behaviors. And the crazy thing is, I find that in the majority of people, it's the area that's least invested in. In one of my previous podcasts, I went over a guy that I was talking to who'd spent hundreds of thousands of dollars, who was a highly, highly qualified expert in their field, and then spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on study and learning through their whole life. Yet at the same time, I asked him how much has he spent on understanding his own mindset and his own psychology and what drives him and what creates his self-sabotage patterns and his destructive behaviors. And he was like, I've spent fuck all on it. If your mindset creates and destroys everything in your own life and is the thing that will empower you, disempower you, is the thing that will fuck things up in your own life and is the thing that will get you out of challenging times and it's the least invested in thing don't you think that's a massive problem? It blows my mind when people say that. I know that I've spent money, a lot of money on cars and I've spent a lot of money on clothes and things like that, but I've spent way more money learning and on my mindset because it is the most valuable thing that I own. And I remember something that Warren Buffett said, and you've heard me quote him before, he's the greatest investor in history. 
He's one of the richest people on the planet. And also, he hasn't dropped outside, I don't think, the top 10 rich list in the last 20 or 25 years, I think. So he's an, a phenomenal person. He owns Berkshire Hathaway. He's 92 or 93 years of age, still works. And if you watch his documentary, Becoming Warren Buffett, he speaks a lot about this. And he said in, in there, I remember him saying, I skip to work every day. He still goes to work every day. He starts at the same time, finishes at the same time. He loves what he does. That's why he still works, because he loves it. And his business partner is Charlie Munger, 97 years of age, and they still both work together. Okay, you can watch, uh, if you just go to YouTube and type in uh, Berkshire Hathaway, which is their business, or you can type in um, Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger, and you can get some of their interviews that they do, and they're fantastic. They're still switched on. They're, they're amazing, amazing individuals. But something that he consistently quotes is, there, there's a couple of uh, amazing quotes that he has. One of them is, uh, it's a quote that he references all the time. It's not his quote. I think it was Samuel Johnson who originally said it, but it's the chains of habit are too light to be felt until they're too heavy to be broken. Okay, I love that quote. The other thing is that he spends the majority of his time studying, learning, and reading because he knows something that the average person doesn't know, and that is that your mindset creates and destroys shit. He also knows that in tough times, you need to have certainty. That's where great leaders are born. And he wants to be a great leader or is a great leader. Your mindset is the thing that creates and destroys everything in your own life. It's the least invested in thing in most people. Most people put more value on their card than they do their own, own mindset. Most people treat their fucking kettle at home or their coffee machine better than they treat their own mindset. Most people treat their dog better than they treat their own mindset. Okay, now that's not saying that you should mistreat your dog, but you sure as shit should mistreat your own psychology and your own mindset. And I don't understand why most people say to me, I want to live a better life, yet they place the least amount of time, effort, and money and investment into their own psychology. It blows my mind. Like essentially, that's the operating system for everything. Now, before I was talking about how your brain works, when you have things like your eyes, your eyes take in electromagnetic radiation. They don't see anything. So electromagnetic radiation comes into your eyes it's essentially light. And then your brain interprets what that light means. In fact, your brain doesn't even see color according to neuroscience. The color that we see or perceive, unless you're colorblind, is just different frequencies of electromagnetic radiation that we pick up on through our eyes. The sound that we hear is just compressions of air floating through the air. And that's why when someone says, this person said something and it hurt my feelings. Well, what that person said didn't hurt your feelings at all. What people say can't hurt you. Okay? And there's all this shit going around now that you know, remember back in the day, sticks and stones may break my, my bones, but names will never hurt me. Well, now sticks and stones apparently break bones. Sticks and stones hurt people. You know, saying bad things to, to someone can hurt them. Well, it doesn't. It's our interpretation that hurts us. It's the meaning that we attach to things that hurt us. It's our beliefs that hurt us. It's the stories that we keep recreating about our past that hurt us. They're the things that cause the damage. Not everyone's going to agree with this, and I don't expect that everyone would. But hopefully for someone out there, it's just something that maybe they're thinking a little bit differently about this. For some of you, maybe it's piecing the jigsaw puzzle together that you've already know a lot about. But when you take responsibility and you really think about this stuff, it'll change your life. I remember at 19 years of age, getting my first audio program on personal development. And I thought it was bullshit at the time. I remember doing, uh, when I was studying my personal training course, I remember them going through uh, psychology. And I thought, this is fucking bullshit. Why am I listening to this stuff? I remember it very, very clearly thinking that this is bullshit. Funny enough, I work in that field now. <laughs> and it's, I got to try and convince a whole bunch of other people that it's not bullshit. And that it's probably the most important thing that they'll ever invest in is their own mindset and their own psychology, because it will create and destroy everything that they're going through. I remember thinking like that when I was younger. I remember all my friends saying to me, this shit's a waste of money. You're getting ripped off. I would go to personal development events and they would say, you're getting ripped off. This stuff's bullshit. And now those same friends are the same ones who come to my events. They're the same ones who say to me, Michael, you're lucky. They're the same friends that say to me, we always knew you were going to make it. 
Now, that's not what they said at the time. They criticized me. They judged me. They took the piss out of me. Uh, I guess that's an Australian term if you're listening to it overseas. But essentially, they're bagging on me um, or ragging on me, however you want to say it. But those old friends now are coming to my events and they want to learn what I've learned. Okay, I get people every day who message me on social media or, or send emails to the, the company and they go, you know, Michael, I'd love your help. Like, I'd love to learn what you've learned. And I say, come to one of my events. And the majority of them don't go, don't come. So they, they want it. They want my insights. They want me to give them the secret source. But the thing is that there is no secret source, really. Okay, maybe the secret source is that your mindset is probably the thing that's going to create and destroy your life. And if you acknowledge that and you invest in it and you learn a lot, you'll probably get that money back tenfold. Like I remember spending a million dollars on study and learning and education and travel and all that stuff to study before I made my first million dollars in business. And I have so many people who are like, Michael, but I went to one event and I spent $2,000 and it was shit. I've gone to lots of shit events. I've read lots of shit books. It's just part of the game. Like if you're if you're worried about that, you'll go and spend $30,000 on a car. The thing depreciates to 15 grand in a couple of years. And you don't think, you don't go out and go, I'm never going to buy a car again. You go out and buy one like five years down the track and you just got, you just lost three quarters of the value. You go to sell it and that $30,000 car is worth $8,000 by the time you sell it. You've 100% guaranteed to lose money. The thing is that people want certainty. They would value certainty over a great life. And that's why people would rather spend money on a car and have it depreciate then go and spend money and complain about the one thing that they did that didn't work. It's just crazy. But anyway, it is what it is. So anyway, I hope this helps. I hope that it really helps you to think and consider maybe just how important your mindset is. And that part of the reason I would assume that probably the number one reason why you're not where you want to be in life or you're not getting the results you want in life are your mindset. And maybe you just need to learn a couple of new things. Maybe you need to readjust everything that you're doing in life. I'm not sure. You know, I have plenty of people who come to me and have spent lots of money on personal development and they say, and self-growth. And we've, we get psychologists who come to our events. We get people who work in mental health coming to our events. We get, you know, doctors and medical professionals coming to our events and, you know, massive props to them as well for coming to an event that's taught from a guy who never went to university. I mean, I've studied the same books that most people who go to university study, but I just don't have a university degree because I, want to, I didn't want to be confined to a way of thinking and being told whether I'm right and wrong based on my thinking. I want to know that I'm open to think in the way that I think and question things in the way that I question them and not be told that I'm wrong because of the way that I'm thinking through things. That's why I do it. But anyway, um, you know, massive props to those people because it takes a huge amount of courage to come to an event like mine for those types of people. A lot of them realize as well that there are gaps. You know, if you're not getting the results you want, maybe the first place to check in with is your own mindset and ask yourself better questions like, how does my thinking impact the results that I'm getting? How does my mindset impact the stresses that I'm creating? How does my mindset impact the people that I keep, I guess you say, attracting or hanging out with in my own life? What would I have to do to change my mindset? What would the mindset be of a person who is achieving these great things in life that I really want? What would the person think? What would their actions be? What would their habits be if they had created the life that I want to create right now? What would they do? What would they be doing? How would they be acting? How would they be thinking? And start to implant that because that's what I did when I was younger and I got my first personal development book and my audio product, the first person, uh, audio product that I got. I remember walking down the street and listening to it on the original iPad, uh, iPod, the the stick thing. Or the Sorry, it, it wasn't the original one. It was the stick one that was like 256 megabyte. I, I remember I couldn't even put a full CD on it. And I would listen to the, I would listen to it over and over again. And one of the first things that I had to do was figure out things that I was grateful for. And back in those days, I could not even do that. I remember walking for probably a week to two weeks around the block of the house that I was living in. I was living back at home with mum and dad. And I remember walking around the streets 
And this thing would come up every morning, okay? Think about the things you're grateful for. And I was like, I can't think of anything that I'm grateful for, okay? I felt like a piece of shit. I hated myself. I hated my life. I hated what I'd created. I'd just broken up with my girlfriend. Okay, I'm living back at home with mum and dad. Myself and my mum used to clash all the time. We would argue consistently. We would yell and scream and fight with each other. Okay, I didn't enjoy it. I would go out most nights drinking. Okay, I wasn't, I wasn't in a good place. But then I remember one day walking along and I remember the exact moment that it happened. I, I looked down and I went, well, I've got legs and I'm walking. I guess I could be grateful for that. That was the first thing that I could think of that I was grateful for after two weeks. And it seemed so ridiculous, but that was how bad my mindset was and my psychology was. And then the more I would do that, I started realizing, well, I'm actually walking and the sun's out, so I'm grateful for that. And now today I can hear the birds chirping, so that's I'm grateful for that. And slowly I started building on these things that I was grateful for in my life. And that's where I started from. That's how shitty my mindset was. That old me now, if I had to spend time with that old me, I would probably be frustrated. I probably wouldn't even hang out with them, okay? Because I was just in a bad place, okay? But that's where I started from. Personal development, self-growth, mindset, all of that stuff changed my life. It changed it, okay? And I'm so grateful for all the mentors that I had, the coaches that I've had along the way, the books that I've read, the audio products that I bought, the seminars that I attended, because all of those things changed me to make me who I am today. And I wouldn't be that person. In fact, some of the old people that I used to work with now come to my events. Um, Two, two of the guys that I did my apprenticeship with now attend. They both own businesses, okay, as diesel mechanics. And they both attend our business and entrepreneurial mastermind. And they're good friends of mine now, okay? But back in the day, like, they wouldn't, they, I mean, I'm surprised that they even want to be around me because of how I was back then. Change your mind, change your life. Anyway, I hope that helps everybody. Please remember to subscribe, like, and share as most people waste their life. And I just don't want you to be one of them. Never underestimate the dream. And if you haven't already done so, please make sure you give us a star review and uh, or a star rating and also write a review if you can, if you're on iTunes. Also remember to subscribe if you're on YouTube. I really appreciate everyone doing that. It keeps pushing us up the rankings. We uh, hopefully will crack into the top 10 in the next couple of days. Uh, the more people that can like, subscribe and share it, um, the more we'll get into the top 10, the more people we can reach. And uh, that's my goal. I really want to reach uh, tens of thousands, if not millions of people with this and um, just keep sharing my daily insights and my daily thoughts. So I hope that they're helping. Anyway, keep pushing, keep achieving and remember never underestimate the dream.